The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Find out how ComBank can support you and your business during this time by visiting combank.com.au forward slash coronavirus. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 15th of May. In your squeeze today, job losses by the numbers. Gerald Risdale is given more prison time. BuzzFeed closes in Australia and the UK. And a life-changing cereal box hack. This is your squeeze today. Brace yourselves, everyone. We've got some stats to run through this morning, and not only are there a lot of them, they're not great. I'm talking, Claire, about April's employment figures released yesterday by the Bureau of Statistics. And they're good statistics to get a hold of right now because Mm. we're going to be talking about this a little bit going forward. And if you understand a bit about how the numbers are working here, it makes the further conversation a bit easier. Your best teacher voice, Claire. (laughs) I'll give it a go. (laughs) What the Bureau of Statistics said yesterday was that 594,300 jobs were lost across Australia in April. That's the largest fall on record and our unemployment employment rate rose from 6.2% up from 5.2% in March. So Claire, that's only a jump of of 1%. That doesn't sound too bad, but there's a big but. Yeah, and it's the but where things get a bit complicated and it also comes into the definitions. So to be considered unemployed by the Bureau of Statistics, you have to be actively looking for work or available to be in a job. And that's something that was really difficult for a lot of people during the coronavirus crisis. So of that uh, 594,300 jobs that were lost, nearly 500,000 of those people actually dropped out of the workforce altogether as far as the Bureau of Stats were concerned because they weren't looking for work actively. Uh, Only 100,000 were added to that official unemployment tally because they were looking for work. So hence the 1% jump. Well done. There's more though. The Bureau added that around 2.7 million people, so about one in five people employed in March, either left their employment or had their hours reduced between March and April. Also not good. Also not good, of course, and this is when you get into underutilised workers and uh, that is also a record. Uh, Lots of hours also taken out of the workforce. So lots of people not working, lots of people not working as much as they would like and it really is another record that we really didn't want to achieve this month. And our Prime Minister Scott Morrison had a bit to say about this yesterday. He did. He said that he's devastated that it was a tough day for Australia, uh, also said that it's going to get worse. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, Labor's Anthony Albanese also sympathised with those people who had lost their jobs and said that the government needs to be a bit more clear about what's going to happen to those JobKeeper payments uh, as well as the job seeker payment uh, as we go into the coming weeks because it's going to cost a lot of money to keep them on those programs. And on that, if you want some more numbers, 6 million Australians now have access to the JobKeeper payment and 1.6 million are receiving the JobSeeker unemployment benefit. 
So whilst our government is dealing with all of that, our Prime Minister also commented on how China is responding to our calls for an independent inquiry into the coronavirus crisis, Claire. Really interesting statement from Scott Morrison yesterday and one that probably wouldn't have been possible until all of this happened. And that is, he said that we would never trade away our values when it comes to doing business with other countries. He, of course, is referring to the dispute with China uh, and China's pressure uh, over those beef and barley exports this week when really it seems to be about Australia's call for an inquiry into how the coronavirus started and was handled by China. And the World Health Organisation has said coronavirus may never go away and controlling it will take a massive global effort even if or when a vaccine is found. It's an interesting uh, insight, isn't it? And of course, we won't know until it actually happens. But it's one of those things, I guess, that uh, as a new virus, we'll come to terms with how it actually goes forward into our population and into our lives uh, in the coming years. There have been 300,000 deaths worldwide recorded. There are 4.4 million cases globally. In Australia, there have been 6,989 cases and 98 deaths. Gerald Risdale, one of our most notorious pedophiles, Claire, has been sentenced to another 10 years in prison. He was found guilty of 14 more historical child abuse charges yesterday. He's almost 86 years old. That means that he's likely to die in custody. It also takes the official tally of his victims to 69, but the recent Royal Commission into Institutional Child Abuse found that his victims are likely to range into the hundreds. And in the Philippines, tens of thousands of people have been evacuated as a strong typhoon hit yesterday. Really bad time for a typhoon to hit any country at the moment, but particularly the Philippines. They haven't had a great time with COVID-19. The typhoon makes it almost impossible, they say, for evacuees to maintain those social distancing rules uh, in the area that has been hit. So far, those evacuation centres have been turned into quarantine facilities, so that further complicates things. There's expected to be more damage over the weekend as that typhoon makes its way down the islands. And back here, BuzzFeed Claire has announced they're ceasing operations in both Australia and the UK. They've been a feature of Australia's online media scene in recent years. They brought a very different style to news reporting. They mixed up the infamous cat videos with very serious investigative journalism, which they won many awards for. Uh, Plenty of their staff yesterday said that they were very sad about that. What they're going to do is focus their operations on really big hitting news out of the US. Everyone loves a cat video, don't they? Everyone loves a cat video. We know. Whenever we put one in the email, it goes off. (laughs) Exactly. Hard to resist. Uh, Exactly. And after all those stats and, and much less than good news today, I reckon it's time for a UFO story. Just to round things out, Claire, last month, <laughs> the Pentagon released video of three encounters with unidentified flying objects. Now we have even more detail. And it's more detail, really, that people were looking for. And look, one describes uh, an aircraft as the size of a suitcase and silver in colour. I reckon that's actually just a flying silver suitcase, but Absolutely. clearly I'm not an expert in this and it's really fueled uh, a lot of interest into whether there's life beyond. So they say that they're drones or most likely drones but they don't know who they belong to. 
they are literally unidentified flying objects. So it's the broad um, definition of that. Use your imagination. And interesting to note that the head of the program out of the Pentagon actually does believe, after all the evidence that he's seen, that there is something out there. Ponder that. Definitely time for Friday Lights now. We know a lot of people listen to the Squeeze Today podcast over breakfast, so we thought we'd share the most obvious yet underused hack for closing a cereal box to effectively stop the contents from going stale. I'll include a link to that in your episode notes. I don't know if we should try and describe it on a podcast, but... It's hard, but it's quite interesting. It is. It, I think it. I think it's a winner. And also yeah. for listeners of a certain age, Twilight would have really been a big deal during your teenage years, I imagine. The star of Twilight, Robert Pattinson, has done an interview with GQ, Claire. It's a long read. It's pretty weird. And Robert Pattinson is such an interesting character. He really had the heights of uh, of fame with those mm. Twilight movies and then he went right into art house movies and the article uh, that's in GQ talks about him saying like he really loves that kind of um, story and that kind of movie but he just worked out that no one was seeing any of that so it was time to get back into the big movies so he's heading in to be Batman uh, and a couple of other really big roles so he's about to get a lot more visible and yeah his relationship with fame uh, and his relationship with other famous people is really interesting. Yeah, as I said, it's long. Settle in for that one. And I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes also. Finally, Claire, the email subject line. What do we got this Friday? I don't reckon we've had a Brian Adams lyric in the squiz today. So I've gone for Can't Stop This Thing We Started. Uh, if, again, of a certain age, that Robin Pattinson okay. era, you will remember that well and truly. Uh, that goes, of course, to the unemployment rate. It started, it's not going to stop anytime soon. That's certainly the warning. Sadly, yes. Uh, before we go, just a suggestion. Why not put Squiz Shortcuts on your weekend listening list? We've got a few out, one on the World Health Organization, one on infectious diseases, uh, another one on Professor Brendan Murphy and a few of the other key people involved in our coronavirus response. Just search for Squiz Shortcuts in your preferred podcast app. You'll be all the more informed for having a listen to those. That's all from us today. We'll chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.